Hey, hi, hello there. My name is Kelly, otherwise known as Skin Queen, and welcome to the Skin Lovers Unite podcast, a place for all beauty therapists, skin therapists, estheticians, cosmetic nurses, and anyone else in the professional beauty industry who wants to learn more about skin science. In these episodes, I'll teach you everything you need to know when it comes to skin concerns, ingredient technology, treatment, and helping you to become the best you can be so that you can achieve the best outcomes for your clients. Are you ready to learn? Let's get started with today's episode. Okay, wow. (laughs) The response I'm getting from creating this podcast is actually amazing. So thank you so much for all your kind messages of support and gratitude towards me creating the Skin Lovers Unite podcast. I'm having so many messages and so many people telling me that they've been looking for a skin educational podcast for a while or that you're learning so much or that you're addicted already or that you love the way I explain things or how it's helping you with clients and it's literally fueling my fire to create more episodes. So I am going to aim to create two episodes a week now until I run out of ideas, that is. <laughs> then I may drop back to one episode a week. We'll see. I do love to talk and I know I've had a couple of conversations with a few of you already asking for lots of ideas and the notes section in my phone is full. I've probably got like another 10 to 12 different episode ideas. So watch this space. But today's episode is all about exfoliation. So I posted a reel a little while ago and I'm just trying to find it now and people's minds literally exploded. I'm just going to put my phone on silent, but I said how often you should actually exfoliate and then the transition was never. And I had so many people agreeing with me, but then so many people saying like, say what? I was today years old when I learned this. Let's see if any of these other comments, I know people um, had actually blocked me from this, believe it or not. I had people saying that this is incorrect information and I'm uh, spreading untrue information and I was just like, hold on a minute, like you're being a little bit closed-minded here and I am a qualified dermal therapist and I have been in the industry for a little while now and people were just totally disagreeing with me. So I wanted to back it up with some facts and also share with you why I made that real. So there are two things that I want to talk about in this episode. The first is barrier function. And I think I'm going to do a whole episode on its own on barrier function. It's something that I'm so passionate about having damaged my own skin barrier function many, many times before. But I'm going to start by talking about our stratum corneum or the very top layer of our skin cells. Now, I am otherwise known as the analogy queen. (laughs) So I love to use the analogy of roof tiles. So I want you to imagine that your stratum corneum are your roof tiles, and they're all placed together nice and neatly so that there are no gaps in our roof. And so when we have a nice sturdy roof, the inside of our house is protected. When we have a damaged barrier, and there are lots of reasons for that, I'm not going to go into too much detail with that today, but when we have a damaged barrier, I want you to imagine you have damaged roof tiles and you've got big gaps missing in your roof, you've got big holes missing in your roof, and as a result of that, there are a few things that happen. The first is 
If it is terrain, then you're going to have water come into your house. The on-flow effect of that is that your walls will get wet. If you have wallpaper on your walls, that will start to flake off. You know, you might get some mold growing inside. You'll get water on the floor. Your carpet will get all spongy. Um, your floorboards may get like wet and damaged. And then furthermore, you may get things like trees, branches, leaves fall into your house. You know, you'll have birds pooping inside. You'll have bird feathers. You might even have a few birds and a few bugs and all the rest come inside of your house. And that causes damage on the inside. Now we can clean that out. We can repair the floors, we can replace the carpet, we can dry the walls, we can repaint them, put fresh wallpaper on them, we can clean out all the dirt and dust and debris that's on the inside, and that's similar to using your active ingredients, so things like your vitamin A, B, C, AHAs, BHAs if needed, but if you aren't repairing those roof tiles, what do you think is going to happen? You're going to have the same thing happen over and over again. And so that's what happens with your skin cells. So if you don't have a healthy barrier and if you have a damaged stratum corneum or a damaged skin barrier function, everything that you do within your skin, you're only doing half the job really. It's similar to not wearing sunscreen but then wearing, doing all these other amazing things like using retinol and vitamin C, etc., you're still going to be exposing your skin to sun damage. So when it comes to creating a basic skin routine, I always say the two most important things is SPF and moisturizing. So I want you to imagine your moisturizer or your, you know, anything that really nourishes the skin barrier function as your roof restoration product. And it's really important that we look after that a lot of the time. I also imagine your skin cells as either raisins or sultanas. And I can't remember which one is the more dried out one. I've even tried to Google this and it doesn't really give me the clear answer. But when you have really dry and dehydrated skin cells, imagine them like little pruny raisins. When ideally we want them to be plump, juicy sultanas. And when you have plump, juicy sultanas, Skin actually performs the way it's supposed to anyway. But when you have little dry dehydrated raisins, they don't naturally desquamate or exfoliate off the skin and follow that nice healthy 28-day cell turnover because your stratum corneum is your barrier. And your barrier is supposed to protect you from the outside world. And so your skin cells are like, man, we are so dehydrated, but we need to hold on to this skin. We still need to protect this skin. And so they shrink up. They hold on for dear life. They come become rough. Your skin looks lackluster. And they're just holding on, waiting for their next drink of water so that they can properly desquamate and give birth to those new fresh skin cells. And so the life cycle begins. But when they aren't getting that, they're just holding on there. And so what then tends to happen is people will touch their skin and they'll be like, oh no, my skin's a little bit dry. I will get a scrub and exfoliate that off or I'll book in for a micro or I'll go do epidermal leveling to get rid of those dry skin cells. But in actual fact, you're actually removing your barrier function and that leaves you open to sensitivity, redness, Um, you know, just really reactive skin. And that's not what we're trying to achieve when we are treating skin and looking for skin health. So 
that's my little analogy, but this actually flows on to a bigger topic, and that is corneotherapy. So if you have never heard of corneotherapy before, I've actually opened up the official website so I can read the actual official uh, definition. So this is just on corneotherapy.org, and it is, what is corneotherapy? And I only discovered corneotherapy maybe in 2019, and it honestly changed the way I looked at skin. At first, I was a bit shocked. I was like, what? No, that doesn't make sense. You know, it's like if you have somewhere in your house where you store all your plastic shopping bags, and somebody was to come in and say to you, no, you're not supposed to do that. That's really bad for the shopping bags. And you'd be like, what? I didn't know that. Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, why is that bad? And it was the exact same for me when I discovered corneotherapy. But corneotherapy is a remedial skin treatment methodology with its core principle being the repair and maintenance of the skin barrier defense systems. And as the name suggests, corneotherapy is closely related to corneobiology, which is the physiological and biologic and biochemical processes of the stratum corneum, which is the outermost layer of the epidermis. In other words... That was a bit of a mouthful. Let me (laughs) compose myself. So corneotherapy is all about respecting the stratum corneum and really nurturing and nourishing the stratum corneum. The whole principle of corneotherapy is that when you have a really healthy, hydrated, nourished, supple stratum corneum, your skin does everything it's supposed to. So it goes through those natural cell cycles itself. It performs a lot better. You know, when everything is healthier and hydrated, the skin actually just performs better with everything else that we do. As opposed to traditional beauty therapy, where they recommend that you exfoliate two to three times a week with a scrub and you have fortnightly microdermabrasions and even have epidermal leveling. And look, don't get me wrong, I've trained epidermal leveling before. However, I do find that in my own skin, you know, I've noticed now that when my skin is quite dehydrated, that's like a really good indication of all my other skin problems. So I usually strip it back and I'll start to use hydrating facial oils. Um, I'll start to use more hyaluronic acid. I might sleep in some hydrating masks and my skin tends to respond a lot better than it does when I actually strip it all back and exfoliate. So really interesting concept. And there are a lot of skincare brands that are fully based around the idea of corneotherapy. Corneotherapy has been around for a while And if you're wanting to know more information, you can actually go and study corneotherapy as well and become a practicing corneotherapist, which I have been looking into for a while. I've done a lot of short courses and I can't for the life of me remember the name of the place where I've gone and done them. Um, I'll have a look afterwards and I'll put the notes in the, I'll put the links and all the information in the show notes. But it's the whole idea that when you're actually repairing the skin and you're really supporting and nourishing the barrier function, you're going to prevent a lot of problems. You're going to prevent, you know, premature aging. You're going to prevent sensitivity. You're going to prevent dehydration. You're going to prevent pigmentation. You're going to prevent 
acne, which is so interesting. So maybe I'll do a couple more topics on this. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you work in a clinic or salon, or maybe you are a business owner who hates retailing and feeling all salesy and ick, then I've got something for you. My console and retail like a boss is a free guide that includes the exact step-by-step process that I use as a therapist to help me go from somebody who hated selling and not very good at retailing to the go-to in my community for education and product recommendations. And now it can help you. Simply head to skin-queen.com to download my free ebook or check the notes in the description to get your copy today. Now let's get back to the episode. So in that reel, I did just want to clarify something. It was a little bit clickbaity, but hey, it did the job. I think I got close to 5,000 views. So that was my goal was to really spark interest and people to continue watching and be like, what the hell? (laughs) So in my caption, I did mention that I do still use an enzymatic exfoliation. And that is because the way that enzymes work, especially when you're using a fruit enzyme. So I love to use, I've got a couple of different things. I've got a um, blueberry smoothie enzyme peel that I use. I also have a pineapple or papain enzyme. And you'll often hear me talk about pawpaw cream and pawpaw, otherwise known as papain, is an enzyme in itself. And what these enzymes actually do, they are proteolytic enzymes, which means that they break down proteins. And when we're putting them on our skin, they're breaking down the proteins in your skin. So these enzymes, as I just mentioned, are usually found by plants or fruit. You can also get them with fungi and bacteria such as lactobacillus. But basically what they do is they break down the cohesions within the skin and they work like little Pac-Man to eat away purely just the dead skin cells on your face rather than scrubbing off and removing everything It's just eating away the skin cells that are ready to desquamate, that are about to slough off anyway, just giving it a little bit of a helping hand. Now, that is a lot better in the eyes of a corneotherapist as opposed to doing a really abrasive scrub that's going to leave your skin feeling really dry and tight. And sometimes people like that, you know, which is okay, but it's not okay for your skin. Um, And it is a lot different to using an alpha hydroxy acid and a beta hydroxy acid, which is going to more than encourage that exfoliation as well. So personally with my own skin, I do have a combination skin type. In saying that though, my skin does thrive with hydration. So in maybe 2019, I did a pretty advanced treatment and I was only maybe 24, 25, man, I should know my age. That's really bad then. And I did like a triple layer peel. And in this peel, there was retinol, there was enzymes, there was um, micro hydro, and there was like a 50% lactic peel. And I still remember telling (laughs) the founder of the company that I was working at, I said, oh, I'm going to be doing this treatment. And he was like, you're not going to have any skin left after that. And I was like, no, 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 I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Anyway, did this treatment 
and my skin was so impaired for days afterwards, weeks afterwards, actually months afterwards, to the point that I really had to cut out all my AHAs. I really had to step back on my retinol and my skin was so responsive that sometimes even putting a niacinamide on my skin would actually tingle and sting. And that's when I realized like I've done something wrong here. I still remember the following year in February when I started a new company and we went and did training and I they were doing practical with like a 20% lactic peel. And I thought, yeah, my skin can handle this. My skin had a really bad response. I was really sensitive. I was having a lot of purging. My skin was quite tender to touch. And it was at that point that I was like, do you know what? I think I need to change what I'm doing. I really need to nourish my barrier. And I actually introduced the first hydrating facial oil I've ever used before onto my skin. And it created the biggest amount of change within my skin ever. So within this hydrating facial oils, there was essential fatty acids, there was omega-3s, there was a lot of um, botanicals that were really anti-inflammatory and were really helping to feed the cell nucleus. And my skin went from being quite, I don't know, like it just, it looked healthy, but it was feeling quite stripped all the time. And then as I started on a new range, I was having quite a lot of breakouts and I was just trying to repair that by doing a lot of different peels, um, epidermal leveling, lots of exfoliation. And I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to really strip it back. I was just doing a milk cleanser, a hydrating serum, a hydrating facial oil and a moisturizer. And within three months, my skin dramatically changed. It was so soft. It was so supple. It was looking really glowing. It was looking really healthy. I was like, okay, it's at this point now that I really believe in corneotherapy. Now, in saying that, corneotherapy isn't for everybody, and there's obviously so much more to it. It's such an interesting topic, though. Like, I continue to learn more and more about it all the time. So watch this space. I may put it into future episodes, but when it comes to actually exfoliation, just know that you don't always have to exfoliate in order to get healthy skin. And if you need to, sometimes you might be better off to opt for an enzymatic exfoliation rather than a physical, rather than a mechanical, rather than an alpha hydroxy acid or anything of the sort. So if you found this episode interesting, please let me know. Send me a message on Instagram, maybe screenshot that you're actually listening to this and post it on your story and I'll always repost you back. But hopefully you found this really cool. I love talking about anything with barrier function. So as I said, I'm going to do a whole nother episode on it. But for now, I will see you later and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it or learned something new, be sure to share this on Instagram and tag me at Skin Queen. That's Queen with three E's. And I'll be sure to repost you. Have an amazing day and stay moisturized.